Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist, and personal trainer here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And my name is Amanda. I am also a registered massage therapist here in Toronto. And we are bringing to you now part four of our series, RMT Business Success. This podcast is actually, or this series is based on a course that we do here at Con Ed Institute called RMT Business Seminar. It's a two-day workshop that we run. Um, actually, the next workshop we're going to have is July 21 and 22 here in Toronto. So if any of this is sitting well with you and you want to get involved with that, definitely get in touch. It's very easy to find us. You can find us at conedinstitute.com. You can send us an email straight off the website. Anyway, if we're going to recap everything we've done up to this point, in our first uh, of the series, we spoke about the overview of the course. And then in part two, we kind of explored a little bit more the first session that we do in the course called Change Your Mindset, Change Your Practice, where we started to look at these four different elements, habits, attitudes, beliefs, and expectations, and how these four elements play off each other and really contribute to your behavior. And ultimately, your behavior will determine the actions that you do throughout your everyday that will either bring about success or not. And the third section, we talked about understanding your mind. So we defined the three parts of the mind and explained how the ability to tap into your subconscious mind was going to give you the power to change your mindset and ultimately get results that you're looking for, which brings us up to today where we're going to give you these usable strategies to actually change what is happening in your subconscious mind to change your behaviors, to start exhibiting behaviors to lead you to success. Perfect. So then if we look at these four different elements, we were looking at them in this kind of order, habits, attitudes, beliefs, and expectations. But if we're really going to start to use or put into play these usable strategies, we really want to start from the bottom up. We want to start with expectations. Right. So when we enter any situation, as I talked about in the last section, um, we already have predetermined ideas that are locked in our subconscious mind. We may not even know that they exist, but we have this idea of what the outcomes of certain situations are going to be. When something happens, you're put in a situation, your subconscious mind um, makes associations. If, if you've seen this before, how did this end up? So how do we change those expectations? How do we erase making our decisions for our life and for our business based on what has already happened and look towards what can possibly happen? Um, you have to start with a goal first. There's no way to be able to get what you want out of life if you don't know what you want. So the number one thing you need to do is figure out a very specific goal. What exactly do you want? So maybe you are not totally happy in a situation that you're in, or maybe you are totally happy, but you know you want something else. You want to bring about some sort of change. Number one thing you need to do is write down a very specific goal. So we like to use something called the SMART principle. Um, very quickly defined SMART, S-M-A-R-T, stands for specific. So your goal needs to be just that, very specific. Measurable, so you need to have some sort of way to measure if you are 
progressing in the right direction and getting towards your goal. So those would be um, like your key performance indicators. Right. Uh, the A in the SMART principle typically, I think, stood for, what was it, attainable? attainable? Attainable. We have changed this to action plan. So this A is listing out all of the specific tasks that you're going to need to do to reach that final goal. Uh, the R is sort of your your checkpoint here. Is this goal realistic? Do I have the time? Do I have the energy? Do I have the funds? Do I have the resources? Can I do this? And the T is timed. Any goal that you set needs to have a time frame. Sure, it's very easy for me to say I'm going to lose 30 pounds, but I'm going to lose 30 pounds over what, 30 days, 30 months, 30 years. You need to have some sort of uh, definitive endpoint to your goal. So if the expectations are going to be the predicted outcome, ultimately what we have to do then, as you're saying, is start with the goal. That way we, right. we are creating that atmosphere for this successful predicted outcome. Mm-hmm. So once you've got your endpoint set, you've got your goal in place, how are you going to get there? That's a very abstract thing to say. Sure, you can write down a goal, and I'm sure people do it all the time. They have a goal. You write it down somewhere, or maybe don't even write it down. You just think it, and then you kind of forget about it because what happens is the negativity creeps back into your brain. Um, if you've got a goal that maybe you want to make more money because maybe right now you're not really making ends meet. So you've got this goal that even if you make it specific and say, by the end of this month, I'm going to achieve X amount in income. How do you actually get there? Um, the problem is, as I said, negative thoughts start creeping into your brain. So instead of looking towards that goal and thinking about what it's going to feel like to make that extra money and how you're going to do it, you're constantly thinking about the fact that you don't have it. So your brain is focused in the wrong direction. Worrying. Worrying is negative goal setting. You can't possibly move forward if all you're thinking about is what has already happened. So once you set that goal, you've got to start looking towards it and visualizing yourself there. I like how you said worrying is negative goal setting because we don't really think about that like take for example that person and i don't know if you i don't remember if you spoke about this in the last podcast but think about that person who always has bad luck or mm -hmm. always something is happening to them and is really something always bad happening to them or are they just so open and ready to see all the bad as we talked about in the first podcast they zone into the bad and therefore they fade out the good right. and they can't see the good so therefore the only thing that's going to happen to them is the bad right so what the way that your brain works is that you move toward the strongest picture in your head. You will see the opportunities. You will start behaving in a way to lead yourself towards the strongest picture in your head. So if you're constantly thinking about the lack of something or, you know, what's missing, what you don't have, what, what you're not achieving, you're going to keep going back that direction. You need to be thinking about where you want to be and how that picture is going to look. How do you make that picture really strong in your head? 
what do you do? You know, I'm completely off topic because now you're talking about this and it's made me think about every automobile accident I've ever been in, right? The, one of my first automobile accidents, it was kind of wet outside and I'm driving, I'm driving and I kept thinking to myself, I'm going to get into an accident. I'm going to get into an accident. And I swear to you, not two minutes later, I got into an accident. And the last time I've gotten into anything, I was on my motorcycle and it was kind of a wet day and I was really kind of timid about riding and I kept thinking to myself I'm going down today I, like I can feel it I'm gonna go down on my bike and guess what I totally went down on my bike so we can say that I visualize that into happening so we we can see then the power of the vis- visualization right which is actually the second strategy so as I said you have to start with a goal that's your want that's where you're going that's the end point that is the start of changing your expectation um, to get the outcome you desire. But the only way to get there is you have to actually start visualizing it. Visualization is practice. Um, If you take athletes, for example, when they're not actually practicing or performing their sport, you can see them with their eyes closed and visualizing every move and they kind of do like the movements that they're going to do in their sport. It's it's pretty crazy, but that is practicing. And again, without getting too sciencey, because we're trying to keep things pretty simple, your brain doesn't actually care if you're doing the activity. It cares more about um, the the visual of it. So if you are thinking about something constantly, 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 you are actually building these connections in your brain that are making this picture stronger and stronger and stronger. And it's essentially, it's practice. You are making your brain think that that's where you're headed versus moving backwards where you don't want to be. And another huge part of visualization, which, you know, I'm going to be honest and transparent. I didn't bloody get it for the longest time. I'm like, so what? I just close my eyes and I see the picture of me lying on the beach and, you know, I'm, I'm going to feel better because I like the beach. Like I didn't understand it. Until someone told me, like, no, man, it's not just the picture. It's can you tap into the emotions that are present in that at that time or or that correspond with the picture? So can you picture yourself on the beach? Can you picture yourself feeling completely relaxed? Can you picture or can you feel the wind? Can you smell the beach? Like all that stuff makes the visualization actually real. It's not just the the snapshot, right? We're both educators and we use this in one of the previous podcasts. We'll talk about being a student since everyone's been a student at some point. You know, destination graduation. It's not just about can you see yourself on stage wearing the goofy gown and the goofy hat, you know, but can you understand the emotion? Can you comprehend? Can you feel the emotion that you would have when you're in the goofy gown and goofy hat standing on stage, that very proud, happy moment? And that's the visualization that really translates and sets the goal setting in motion. Yeah, um, I once heard somebody describe it as like, like a buzzing, like you have to 
try to feel, as Mark said, feel what it's going to feel like to be there. So for example, if your goal is, you know, I'll go back to what I used before. If your goal was to make a certain amount of money, what is it going to feel like when you have that money in your hand? What is it going to feel like to pay off that credit card? What is it going to feel like to be able to put a down payment on that house? Like you need to get that excitement to the point where you can almost burst. And that's why this person describing it as like buzzing, like you're just so high on this energy of like excitement about getting to that destination. And that is what is going to make this picture become more clear and more clear in your head because it's just so exciting, the thought of getting there and you can feel what it's going to feel like. So yes, I agree with Mark. It's not just a picture. You have to, you have to really feel what you want to get out of this goal. So then if we're really trying to create the expectation and create that positive expected outcome, it has to start with the goal, but it can't end there. You need to start making the goal feel tangible. And that's what comes with the visualization. So then the next thing, if we look at going backwards from our habits, attitudes, beliefs, well, we already talked about the expectations. Now, how do we start to change the beliefs and the attitudes to help bring the habits, which will in turn help bring the behavior? to bring on success. So this is where um, affirmations come in. Affirmations, I know a lot of people think super cheesy, not for me, but it's actually amazing how simple affirmations done on a daily basis can just actually change your mood. And a positive mood is kind of the start to this whole thing. Um, So again, if you've got this goal of making a certain amount of money and Maybe right now you're in debt, so you don't want to worry about it because, again, that's negative goal setting that's leading you back to getting more of what you don't want. You want to move forward, so you want to, again, think about what it's going to feel like to make that money. You want to visualize having it in your hands, paying things off, and even visualize steps along the way. So visualize, you know, seeing those extra clients or, you know, selling extra products or whatever it is that's going to get you that extra money. And then every morning when you get up, whether you say them to yourself in the mirror or you you practice them with your partner or whatever, you need to actually out loud say some affirmations that are making you believe that you can get to this final destination. So affirmations need to be a few things. They need to be personal. So it needs to be completely about you. They need to be in... Um, present tense, not past tense. So, or not even future. You're not going to say, um, I will make this money. It's everything should be in the present tense. So, right, right. So there's no, the, the language that you use, there's no, I can, I will. Right. There's nothing that implies that this is something that will happen in the future. We're talking about living the future as it is now. So I am successful. I make X amount of dollars per month. I see X amount of people per month. Uh, Mark has a really great one that he likes to use when he's going in to treat clients. You know, maybe it's a day that he's tired, he's not in the mood, whatever it is. I guess you... Well, there's a couple of things. <laughs> like, I use Afrim. You're... You, it is kind of cheesy, but it's not cheesy because if the most successful people in the world can use this kind of stuff 
to help change their attitudes and change their behavior and change their beliefs than average everyday Joes like you and me can do this. Like we should be doing this. And it really does just flip the switch right away. I used to teach at a massage therapy school and you know, there's some days that I just hated life. So I get in my car early morning, I drive across a city, it takes me bloody forever to get there, I'm hating life. I got to mark oral practical exams that day, and I don't know if you guys realize this, but most instructors hate doing it because... You know, some students are just disasters and just that's the way it is. So I'm, I'm, I'm double hating life and it's raining outside and I'm hating life. And as narcissistic as this sounds, I'm, I say this thing to myself and it flips the switch automatically from me, me hating life. And I'm standing outside before I go in with my very narcissistic voice, waving my narcissistic finger in the air. And I say to myself... I make massage therapists. I make massage therapists. I make massage therapists. I keep saying that to myself over and over. And you know what it does? It totally flips my mind. I'm not hating life anymore. I've got one mission. And my one mission is to go in there and make massage therapists. And that means I am going to help you in any way, shape, or form that I can so you can be successful, so you can become a massage therapist. Because at that moment in time, that is my job. I flip the switch. Or, you know, Amanda was telling you guys, how I use it sometimes before treatment, like, you know, we've all had that Friday late afternoon. It's the last appointment before the weekend. And, you know, John Smith is actually 20 minutes late for his appointment. And you're like, I just want to get the hell out of here, but I can't. You know, your buddies, they're already at the cottage, probably cracked open the beer laughing at you because you're still at work and you're, gonna, you're not going to be up there for another four hours. And it's really hard to get your mind into it. And then I would say to myself, you know, before I go into the treatment room as I'm scrubbing up, washing my hands and forearms, I say to myself, I fix broken bodies. And I just keep saying that to myself over and over. And you'd be shocked how much a simple one-liner affirmation is a complete game changer. When I go in that room now, I'm not thinking about the cottage. I'm not thinking about how these guys are having a good time and I'm stuck here. You know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about I fix broken bodies. And then all my power, all my energy, all my thoughts go into that one thing. And that's going to make the experience better for both the therapist and the client. So what could have been the longest hour of your life turned into just something you do and you're happy to do it and you're happy to see the outcome of it and your attitude immediately changed. I'm going to go into something. It's not, it, it, it elevated me, not just like, this is just what I do. It elevated me to be like, this is going to be the greatest thing I'm right. going to do ever. And if I can say that to myself every time, and then I approach every situation like that, this is the greatest thing I'm going to do ever. It's just pure gold. Really, any anything you're going to do, you need to go in with that kind of attitude that I'm going to do this and it's going to work out. If you go into something thinking, eh, I'm going to try it, let's see what happens. But really, you've got this sort of negative expectation in your mind of what the outcome is going to be. Well, you're probably right. And that's probably what's going to happen. So we need to use these affirmations to change that belief before we even start anything. 
So the beliefs you have that were put there by previous conditioning, all of these blind spots that you have because you faded things out when you're zoning in on other things, you need to erase it all, use these affirmations to determine this is who I am now. And that's in turn going to help you to stretch your comfort zone and start doing things a little differently than you've been doing for the however many years you've been doing things. Exactly. And those affirmations will also change those attitudes. Like we talked about attitudes being either positive or negative, either driving you towards a certain type of habit or pushing you away, repelling you from a certain type of habit. And just that simple one liner to yourself that I use, for example, I fix broken bodies changes my attitude completely about what I'm about, about providing the treatment right before I go in. I'm not negative negative about it. I'm actually very, very positive about it. And therefore, all the habits that come with this positive attitude towards giving the best treatment I can possibly give and helping this patient out as much as possible. It, again, it just flips the switch. It's priceless the affirmations. Yeah. And I mean, those as simple as those seem, those three things, those three strategies are so powerful in being able to get tap into your subconscious mind and reverse all of this conditioning that has happened. So, you know, Mark started out this entire series with becoming self-aware. If we are aware of the beliefs that we have been conditioned to believe, if we are aware of some of the attitudes that we may have, if we're aware of some of the blind spots we may have, then we can start changing them. So to recap the whole thing, number one, you got to set a goal. You have to have a want. You can't go in any other direction if you don't know where you're going then you've got to visualize yourself you've got to visualize yourself getting to that end point so that positive outcome the expectation changed from negative to positive but you also have to visualize all the steps that you're going to take along the way because within each goal there's there's mini goals you know you don't go from a to b without a few little stops in between and the last thing is affirmations. You've got to convince yourself that you are that person that you're striving to be in the future. You are already that person. You've just got to do a few little things along the way to get there. But th that is who you are. You're not that person that you've believed you are for however many years. You are this new person and you can create your own future just by using these three simple strategies. I should take back that word simple. Take it back. I'm going to take it back right now. Nothing about this is simple. All of these take practice. This is not going to happen overnight. You're not going to wake up tomorrow, set a goal, start visualizing, doing affirmations. And by the end of the week, you're a pro. This is constant practice. We're massage therapists. We know that our, our entire career is a practice. That's why it's called a practice. This is also just a part of your new lifestyle. This is practice. You're, you're still going to have bad days. That's normal. You can't just be positive every day and you're still going to have things possibly go wrong and you're going to have to change your plan and you're going to have to create new goals. That's okay. Acknowledge the bad days, feel the bad emotions, accept them as just that and keep moving forward. That's right. Learn from the mistakes, celebrate the wins. <laughs> well, I, I really have not much else to say about that. I think that those are 
the only three things that you need to start practicing every day to start getting to where you want to be. So if we're going to wrap all this up, because this whole thing started off as change your mindset, change your practice, behavior, coming from your habits, your attitudes, your beliefs, your expectations, learn these tools, employ these tools, start the process to change your mind, change your mindset, watch how everything else falls into place. I'm excited for you guys. Um, I think that's all from us tonight. I'm Amanda. I'm Mark. You've been listening to two massage therapists at a microphone. Peace.